right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. That is right. Episode number 95. We are almost there. We are almost there in all sorts of things right now. Episode 100 coming right around the block. And then we're also going to have our episode, what is this, 95. We've got episode 100. And then there's something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think we'll have to... Mm, Hold on, let me... Well, I know we got some... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the Dakar. That's right. The Dakar rally is right around the corner. So let's see what we've got going on. A lot of it, you know, it's Christmas Day and all of that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, what do we got going on? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. Okay, so I know you guys like that intro, right? We are back. Yeah, it's coming in hot. Jeez. All right. That's it. We're almost there. We're going to switch the broadcast. It is time. This will be episode number 95, but that is going to be the intro you guys are going to be hearing over the next few days, starting on the 1st of January, that is right, it is the Dakar Rally 2023, so today, Christmas Day, December 26th, wait, 26th, 25th, okay, see, this is what happens with adult life, ladies and gentlemen, when you grow up, December 25th, all right, so December 25th, why is the 25th and the 26th so important, and probably why I was thinking 26th, well, that is because the majority of the competitors from the U.S., and North America are going to be headed over to Saudi Arabia to get ready for the 2023 Dakar rally. So we are almost there. I am absolutely looking forward to it. I am stoked. I was on the phone the other day with all of the American Rally Originals team. You know, Paul, Jim and Dave Pearson, Kyle McCoy, Mo Hart, uh, and then a couple of special guests in there, including Bart from the BAS Dakar team and talking rally and the last minute logistics and all that stuff and i'll tell you guys right now that there is a lot of little things uh that go into this last few days of rally right you know you could be physically ready as you want but there's always going to be these little things and that's what they were talking about so it was really interesting to see what they were coming up with you know with the questions that were being asked all these little things you know uh speed zones things that you know when you're out speed zone sounds basic in the in the world of rally but things like you know what what are the laws outside of the rally like on the roads you know how strict are they um things to watch out for uh even logistics right landing at the airport and then getting to sea camp you know something that a lot of people may not know is sea camp isn't actually a place on the map it is literally a city that the dakar and the organization aso is going to create out of thin air and so that is located outside of the city. 
uh, by quite some time, maybe an hour, hour to two hours, depending on, you know, how fast you can drive it. Uh, but you know, just getting from the airport or the hotel to that place, you know, basically where they drop off the kids at day camp for the next 15 days, you know, is, is difficult. That's just one more of the challenges, you know? So I'm very, very much excited to hear about it. Uh, we're going to be bringing you the updates. I'm working with the American rally originals on getting updates from them and their progression through the rally out to you guys. So if you're listening at home, I'm going to be putting some links in the description. Uh, but you can also follow us on Instagram. I'll do a couple of posts on there as well. So you guys can figure out, you know, or can follow along, uh, and see some of the updates coming from them. So I am absolutely excited to be able to get, uh, that information to them, to you guys, not only that, you know, with the American rally originals, but we also already have some guys on there like ace nelson ace nelson's already on the ground uh there in saudi arabia doing training getting his stuff ready uh going out riding the dunes and things like that jacob are you right going to be joining him soon uh of course uh larry and mason klein headed over there shortly as well so this is a big travel day for the teams to head from north america headed over to saudi arabia uh, in preparation for that. So day 31 or the 31st of December prologue, uh, with the first stage on Sunday, the 1st of January. So going to be a great event. I think there's a lot, you know, obviously we have a huge American contingent with 11 riders flying the flag, uh, for us out there. And so we have people to support, you know, you've got Ricky Brabeck as well, Ricky Brabeck, Johnny Campbell, them, uh, that team, I believe also leaving either today or tomorrow. Uh, then you also have Skylar Howes, uh, headed out on the factory Husky uh, ride. He'll be headed out. I'm not sure if he's already traveled there or on his way or maybe already doing training there. Um, so should be seeing that shortly. So here we go. We're finally getting ready for it. And this is going to be an amazing event. I think that for the first time in many years, a whole nother level of excitement to watch and follow along with this Dakar rally. Uh, even so much as conveniently changing my schedule so I can bring the updates at, you know, four in the morning. Um, so that's going to be the routine. So you guys know, which is kind of crazy. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, I got to do this the next 15 days, but I do it gladly. Uh, basically is literally waking up at like three 34 in the morning, check the results, everything that's going on and then jump on the microphone. So if I sound sleepy or like I just woke up, it's because literally I just woke up, but I'm going to be looking forward to it. It kind of works and it kind of doesn't uh, in in how the 11 hour time difference is, you know, for us, you know, we go to bed and they're getting ready to wake, you know, they're waking up, they're getting ready for their stage starts. They're starting at about 10 o'clock at night, our time. And then when we wake up in the morning, we've got results, you know, or we've got the preliminary stuff going. So this was something that we also talked about. Um, if you guys heard the episode where we talked to uh, Kira and Justin from West by 1000, um, and talking about their Dakar experience and how the the shift in time, you know, it, it it does play games, you know, and 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 it's a game. I'm trying to get the news out and get stuff out while everybody's asleep. It makes it a little bit easier. Whereas, like if it was in uh, South America, that was more of a challenge because you were literally everything was happening at the same time. So I don't know. Team no sleep. It sounds like anyway. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I haven't, but I am absolutely certain that uh, Quinn Cody and uh, Jesse will be doing the Dakar Daily podcast. Uh, so also, if you guys are tuning into that as well, they'll also have some additional insight. Uh, obviously, they got everybody on speed dial there and they have a lot more uh, connection with the riders and they're able to get a hold of them. So I am absolutely looking forward to listening to their podcast episodes as well, picking up some information from them, uh, too. So 
here we go. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Who uh, are we going to see Honda keep it, uh, keep it up, get that, uh, get that top spot, KTM, gas, gas. I mean, it was gas, gas last year, right? So I don't know. This is going to be, uh, I think this is going to be an interesting for event for the manufacturers. And not only that, but in speaking manufacturers, it just totally came to mind. So in the conversation came up the talk about Sonora Rally. So for those of you guys playing the home game and maybe not sure, Sonora Rally is now on the stage that the Dakar is. And by that saying is, is that they're now part of the World Rally Raid Championship. Uh, I believe it's a five-round series that they do uh, where competitors will travel across the world doing different events. Dakar is the first event. That's the one that starts the party. Uh, first chance to score points for that one. And then, you know, there's Abu Dhabi, uh, Sonora Rally. Uh, they do Andalusia, Andalusia, I believe, as well. So there, there's five different rounds. Uh, I'll have to look. You, you figure I would know this, right? You, you figure I'd be like, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. But episodes are not scripted. I plan about the 30, first 30 seconds, which is generally the intro. And then after that, we just talk. So anyway, giving you guys the insight. So it's easy to start a podcast. You just ramble on for endless amount of time. And ta-da. anyway, so, okay. So Sonora Rally now going to be on that stage. So in talking to that, I got excited about it because that we are going to have all of the factory teams coming to this event here in short order. That is going to be in April uh, and then they do have a rally school that is going to be in February as well. So we're looking forward to that one. There's some a few updates and stuff that I've been talking to them, and I'll I'll, I'll do kind of an episode on that and and share some more insight onto it. But um, one of the main things, and we'll talk about this, and this was a couple of questions that came up, is that in thinking that the event was now going to be on the world stage, that there was going to be a lot of changes to the rules, and it was going to exclude a lot of the competitors and a lot of the people that wanted to do it as a rally and all that stuff. And I can tell you that in every single conversation that I've had with Darren Skilton, the head over at Sonora rally is that that is absolutely at the forefront and what he is working on in creating a home and continuing like, it's almost like he's bringing in the world rally raid side of it into the home that already exists. So they're building on, you know, they're building the second story rather than completely demolishing the house and leaving one wall up just so they can avoid all sorts of taxes and shit that they do here in California, you know, to qualify for anyway, never mind. So that has been a very important part of the conversation. So I've seen things flying around like, Oh, I, I got a 501. There's no way I could race it now because there's a 450 CC limit. That is not the case. Uh, there are provisions. There are ways of doing this and including that includes also, uh, entry fees that are more cost effective, uh, that are not the big boy money that uh, the World Rally Raid Championship being around what that associates with it. And to be said, there's a reason behind it. There is a whole lot of logistics. There is a whole lot of infrastructure that gets put into the event on that behalf. So obviously, you know, the more infrastructure, the more production you have costs go up. You know, it's just it's part of it. But I'm excited to see it. I'm hoping that everybody is is getting excited as well to see that, that we're going to have these guys on the home turf. North America is literally now hosting a World Rally Championship round right here. So I'm absolutely excited to see what that is. I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait for April to be uh, to be here. And uh, yeah, it seems like a far away way. But with that being said, we've still got... 5,300 miles ish that competitors are going to be running here in the next, uh, in the next few days. Uh, what are we down to? 
uh, six days before the start of the first stage or before the prologue. So I think that we're going to see a lot of... I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of changes to the strategy because of the rules and things that they've been working on to try and slow people down. Um, I, I was having a conversation with our neighbor the other day and he was talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, I saw the the update from Skyler where he was showing like the road book and showing the notes and all of that stuff. And, you know, it looks really complicated. And and the idea behind it is, is yes. And they are purposely doing that. If you have a Dakar road book and you're training for Dakar. So maybe that roadbook wasn't a Dakar roadbook, which I don't think they release. Uh, but if you're trying to train like it, you need to have complicated notes. So basically what is happening in the roadbook, one of the things that the Dakar rally and, and the organization started to do was create more complicated roadbook notes to help slow the event down, slow the speeds down, and having them think more on each note. The easiest way to explain it is they're trying to save paper instead of putting two notes and, you know, in two separate boxes, they're putting two notes in one box. What does that do effectively? Well, you're going to have to realize and, and look a little bit more at what's going on. So, for instance, uh, the typical note that he was talking about is there was two direction changes in that note. So the first one was when you make this left turn you know, your cap heading, right? You're on the compass. You need to be, let's just say at 15 degrees. And then, so that tells you, okay, cool. So if there's three trails, I got to pick the trail that puts me at 15 degrees. That's the one I need to be on. And then it changes on the other, on the right hand box. Then it has another note, like 200 meters cap 53. Okay, so then basically what would have been two notes would have been one, you know, at 15, you make a right. And then at uh, in 200 meters, the right, the next note would be 200 meters apart. Okay, now I got to switch over to this cap. Well, what they did is basically they put it into one note box. So the first note is, okay, 15, that's your first instruction. And your second instruction is in 200 meters, you're going to go to 53. So you're going to keep that direction change going. Now... Why do they do that? I mean, it could be in part safety, right? You know, just to make sure that you're on the right track, um, because maybe the other track, one of the other trails, you know, that looked kind of correct, wouldn't allow for that change in 200 meters, or they're just trying to throw something at you to kind of slow it down. And so that's the whole thing. It's the thinking game. It's easier to get lost. So the first thing you want to do is slow it down to try and navigate cleaner through those sections, because as as it's been mentioned is you know if you screw up the navigation it is very difficult to make up that time and then not only that it's okay well, you know the instinct is well i'm just going to push it a little harder and then i'll make up that time and then that pushing a little bit harder leads to the same exact mistake you just made on this note you know riding at your normal comfortable speed so it is definitely a chess game. Uh, something that I was talking to our, to our neighbor about is that, you know, hey, it's it's all about the strategy side of it. You need to if you can if you can navigate and you can ride. OK, I feel like in the sport of rally, you're going to do pretty good right off the bat. And and there's going to be that, you know, the more you ride rally, the more you ride that. And if you're working on your riding skill, the whole speed will come up. But I feel like your navigation skills and slowing down and being able to read the map is going to be huge initially. You know, you can be a really good rider and that will help conserve energy and conserve the conserve your mind 
in order to be able to focus on the roadbook. But if you had to pick the two focusing on the roadbook, you're going to have to think a little bit more. That might be a little bit easier. But then on the other side of it is, is that if you're a real apprehensive rider, a 200 kilometer roadbook is going to be a 200 kilometer roadbook. And it's going to sound like it's really far when really you're only going to do 120 miles. So that's the whole like that. There is a lot of mental side to this sport. And that's why I think that a lot of people are they get into it. They understand it and they like it. And they realize that, you know what? I don't have to ride a million miles an hour, right? I don't have to spend, you know, 90% of my time in fifth gear, you know, at, you know, almost pinned in order to be, you know, competitive, right? And, and who can get through these sections the fastest and who's going to launch this the fastest, you know, that's not really what this, this sport is about. And that's why I think a lot of people that have been trying it and getting into it haven't been doing it. Uh, there's not, you know, you've got the Nora rally coming up and you haven't really seen a lot of competitors. Uh, a lot of people that rode that last year, they were like, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, it's kind of, it sucked on the other side. You know, you didn't also see a lot of gear getting sold afterwards. Uh, a lot of comments by the time they got down to La Paz was all positive about like, oh, this was so much fun, you know, and, and that it was not as challenging as they thought it was going to be. So They've taken a step in the right direction for sure. And not only that in promoting, you know, the sport of rally, not only that is the road books aren't going to be a Dakar level complicated. You know, they're going to be a basic road book, something that's just clean and easy and that's going to get you to where you need to go. And the same thing broken up in stages, staying at these bitching spots. So there's a lot to be done there. So there's. The events are there. If you want to get into it, you know, it's just a matter of getting it. So we're working on the recipes. We're working on this stuff. I know we've been talking about it. I got some big announcements coming up for episode 100. So I'm working diligently on trying to get it done and making sure that everything is ready or at least the the major pieces are ready to go uh, so that we can continue to move forward on that one. But I don't know. Here we go. I mean, I, I cannot wait for the Dakar. I mean, seriously, we are almost there. It's it's going to be 15 days of hell for these guys. Um, and not necessarily. I mean, it's fun. They're going to get to see some some places. They're going to cross the entire peninsula uh, via Saudi Arabia. So lots of sand dunes, lots of sand. They got water on both ends of it. So that I'm sure will be nice. Uh, a lot of the talks were about temperature and what they were uh, possibly going to face. You know, what temperatures in the mornings. Uh, some of the early mornings, you know, and, and when are the, the liaisons? That's the big thing, too, is like, you know, do you have your liaison early in the morning? So you're going to have to leave early, which means colder. Or is it going to be in the afternoon, you know, where you're only going to start a uh, short liaison and then do your stage and then you got a, a longer liaison to get back. So some recap for those playing the home game. Liaisons are basically your commuting. So it's the space between you leaving camp and getting to the starting line and the finish line and getting back to camp. And those can vary in size. Sometimes they're both even, sometimes one's bigger than the other. It just depends on how the event runs and, and what they need to do uh, to get you into certain places. So that is, that is what a liaison is. And again, throughout these podcast episodes, we'll, we'll switch it back and forth and, and make sure everybody's following along. Uh, and they, they kind of understand what it is because I know you're going to be seeing a lot of updates in social media uh, and a lot of news. And if you're going to watch like, you know, the Red Bull stuff, for instance, they do a great job of putting putting out content as far as, you know, the the recaps and things like that. So we're looking forward to that. Um, so there, there's going to be a lot. So we'll we'll see how much, you know, 
there is the Dakar hangover is a real thing. You know, by the time we get to the 16th of January and all of the stuff's gone and done and, and the Dakar, we know who the winner was. We know who the manu, uh, manufacturer was and all that. That is that is the day that everything just shuts down for rally. But not really, because right after that, we're going to have a few weeks later, we're going to have the Sonora Rally School. Uh, a few weeks after that, you've got uh, the Sonora Rally. Then you've got, after that, there's going to be the Kota Rally. Uh, and then Baja Rally, of course. And then Baja Rally also announcing some schools. I know that they do have their first uh, January 1. They're opening their uh, registration. So you can get signed up for that one. I believe Sonora Rally is doing the same. Uh, and then, you know, Baja Rally going same recipe, six days with a, or with a marathon stage in there. So a lot of really cool stuff going on on that one too. So looking forward to the events, uh, finding out a little bit more about that one. You do have also, for those of you that are going to be traveling internationally, uh, you do have the coast to coast rally as well, uh, happening in February. Uh, that one will be cool. That's from Veracruz down to Puerto Escondido or across to Puerto Escondido. So that will also be another one. So not sure if uh, looking like I'm not going to be able to make that one after all, like I had, had anticipated, uh, but we'll be watching from afar and helping where I can from afar. So we'll see how that, the event goes. I think that it's going to be a great, uh, great time as well. So I don't know. I mean, if you want to get into rally, now's the time, you know, and if you want to go see some rally, that's, that's another one. So I want to, I'll reach out to Darren about it and see, you know, what they're going to do. There's going to be a lot of people at this event because the teams bring people, uh, so I definitely want to see, you know, who, who may be interested, you know, that's going to be traveling and maybe just even spectate, you know, and, and be in the bivouacs and kind of visit, uh, visit along with it. So there's, there's definitely a lot of, uh, logistics and a lot of stuff going on. So definitely looking forward to it. Um, with that, let's see what else we got. Those are the Dakar updates we got. I'm looking for more of the rule changes and how that's going to affect. They are talking about the. Uh, one of the stages being split with the AB roadbook, uh, which should be interesting, you know, which route is going to be faster. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, how they're going to calculate that and, and how they're going to split that difference to make sure that it stays competitive, you know, or, or is it a give me to the, the guys on the a route, you know, are the, are they the ones that, that happen to get the easier, you know, they was slightly easier to, to run this route than it was to run the, the B route or vice versa, you know, I think that could lead to some controversy. Uh, we will see what they end up doing. I mean, hell, who knows? They may even pull the plug last minute and just say, all right, well, everybody's taking this one. I mean, it's easy enough to do it because you could literally just say, okay, everybody's going to take this route. We're not going to hand out the other road books. So I don't know. A lot to be seen, a lot to be said, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, for that, Let's see other updates. Uh, yesterday was a wash day. So the 790 is all washed up and ready to go. Uh, the bicycle, because I need to get uh, back in shape. This winter has been a little bit harder to get out in the mornings. Uh, and then the 501 project 501 has finally started. So uh, I got that pretty much done. I just got to get uh, some wheel spacers going, just some basics. Uh, but you're going to be seeing that bike here shortly. Uh, going to be doing some content on that one as well. Uh, so you guys can see the roadbook uh, setup that I've got on it and what that is uh, for Rally Light. The next part of this and the, where we're headed for it is we're going to be talking a lot more about how to get a bike set up. What are some of the things that are required? What are some of the things that are nice to have uh, for getting into Rally? So 
surprise there and a spoiler alert is you probably got most of it already. So if you grew up riding in the desert, you already know what it is. Uh, but uh, we're just going to add the rally side to it. So we'll be talking. I'm sure we'll be talking with the guys over at Rally Moto Shop, talking a little bit more about uh, the equipment and what's going on there. We've reached out to another couple of guests as well to be doing some more in the bivouac episodes uh, between now, now and then, you know, now in uh, episode 100. So we'll get uh, we'll get some more information going on that one. But anyway. All right. With that being said, guys, you know what? It'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. What is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. That is right. Episode number 95. We are almost there. We are almost there in all sorts of things right now. Episode 100 coming right around the block. And then we're also going to have our episode, what is this, 95. We've got episode 100. And then there's something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think we'll have to... Mm, Maybe. Hold on, let me. Well, I know we got some. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the Dakar. That's right. The Dakar rally is right around the corner. So let's see what we've got going on. A lot of it, you know, it's Christmas Day and all of that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, what do we got going on? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. Okay, so I know you guys like that intro, right? We are back. Yeah, it's coming in hot. Jeez. All right, that's it. We're almost there. We're going to switch the broadcast. It is time. 
This will be episode number 95, but that is going to be the intro you guys are going to be hearing over the next few days, starting on the 1st of January. That is right. It is the Dakar Rally 2023. So today, Christmas Day, December 26th. Wait, 26th, 25th. Okay, see, this is what happens with adult life, ladies and gentlemen, when you grow up. December 25th. All right, so December 25th. Why is the 25th and the 26th so important? And probably why I was thinking 26th. Well, that is because the majority of the competitors from the U.S. and North America are going to be headed over to Saudi Arabia to get ready for the 2023 Dakar Rally. So we are almost there. I am absolutely looking forward to it. I am stoked. I was on the phone the other day with all of the American Rally Originals team, you know, Paul, Jim and Dave Pearson, Kyle McCoy, Mo Hart, uh, and then a couple of special guests in there, including Bart from the BAS Dakar team and talking rally and the last minute logistics and all that stuff. And I'll tell you guys right now that there is a lot of little things uh, that go into this last few days of rally, right? You know, you could be physically ready as you want, but there's always going to be these little things. And that's what they were talking about. So it was really interesting to see what they were coming up with, you know, with the questions that were being asked. All these little things, you know, uh, speed zones, things that, you know, when you're out it, speed zone sounds basic in the, in the world of rally, but things like, you know, what, what are the laws outside of the rally, like on the roads, you know, how strict are they, um, things to watch out for, uh, even logistics, right. Landing at the airport and then getting to sea camp, you know, something that a lot of people may not know is sea camp. Isn't actually a place on the map. It is literally a city that the Dakar and the organization ASO is going to create out of thin air. And so that is located outside of the city uh, by quite some time, maybe an hour, hour to two hours, depending on, you know, how fast you can drive it. Uh, But, you know, just getting from the airport or the hotel to that place, you know, basically where they drop off the kids at day camp for the next 15 days, you know, is is difficult. That's just one more of the challenges, you know. So I'm very, very much excited to hear about it. Uh, we're going to be bringing you the updates. I'm working with the American Rally Originals on getting updates from them and their progression through the rally out to you guys. So if you're listening at home, I'm going to be putting some links in the description. Uh, but you can also follow us on Instagram. I'll do a couple of posts on there as well. So you guys can figure out, you know, or can follow along uh, and see some of the updates coming from them. So I am absolutely excited to be able to get uh, that information to them, to you guys. Not only that, you know, with the American Rally Originals, but we also already have some guys on there like ace nelson ace nelson's already on the ground uh there in saudi arabia doing training getting his stuff ready uh going out riding the dunes and things like that jacob argue right going to be joining him soon uh of course uh larry and mason klein headed over there shortly as well so this is a big travel day for the teams to head from north america headed over to saudi arabia uh in preparation for that so day 31 or the 31st of december prologue uh with the first stage on sunday the first of January. So all right, what is going on guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. That is right. Episode number 95. We are almost there. We are almost there in all sorts of things right now. Episode 100 coming right around the block. And then we're also going to have our episode, what is this, 95. We've got episode 100. And then there's something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think we'll have to 
Uh, may, here, hold on, let me, well, I know we got some, oh yeah, that's right, it's the Dakar. That's right, the Dakar rally is right around the corner. So let's see what we've got going on, a lot of it, you know, it's Christmas Day and all of that, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, what do we got going on? Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. Okay, so I know you guys like that intro, right? We are back. Yeah, it's coming in hot. Jeez. All right. That's it. We're almost there. We're going to switch the broadcast. It is time. This will be episode number 95, but that is going to be the intro you guys are going to be hearing over the next few days, starting on the 1st of January, that is right, it is the Dakar Rally 2023, so today, Christmas Day, December 26th, wait, 26th, 25th, okay, see, this is what happens with adult life, ladies and gentlemen, when you grow up, December 25th, all right, so December 25th, why is the 25th and the 26th so important, and probably why I was thinking 26th, well, that is because the majority of the competitors from the U.S., and North America are going to be headed over to Saudi Arabia to get ready for the 2023 Dakar rally. So we are almost there. I am absolutely looking forward to it. I am stoked. I was on the phone the other day with all of the American Rally Originals team. You know, Paul, Jim and Dave Pearson, Kyle McCoy, Mo Hart, uh, and then a couple of special guests in there, including Bart from the BAS Dakar team and talking rally and the last minute logistics and all that stuff and i'll tell you guys right now that there is a lot of little things uh that go into this last few days of rally right you know you could be physically ready as you want but there's always going to be these little things and that's what they were talking about so it was really interesting to see what they were coming up with you know with the questions that were being asked all these little things you know uh speed zones things that you know when you're out speed zone sounds basic in the in the world of rally but things like you know what what are the laws outside of the rally like on the roads you know how strict are they um things to watch out for uh even logistics right landing at the airport and then getting to sea camp you know something that a lot of people may not know is sea camp isn't actually a place on the map it is literally a city that the dakar and the organization aso is going to create out of thin air and so that is located outside of the city uh, by quite some time, maybe an hour, hour to two hours, depending on, you know, how fast you can drive it. Uh, but, you know, just getting from the airport or the hotel to that place, you know, basically where they drop off the kids at day camp for the next 15 days, you know, is is difficult. It, that's just one more of the challenges, you know. So I'm very, very 
much excited to hear about it. Uh, we're going to be bringing you the updates. I'm working with the American Rally Originals on getting updates from them and their progression through the rally out to you guys. So if you're listening at home, I'm going to be putting some links in the description. Uh, but you can also follow us on Instagram. I'll do a couple of posts on there as well. So you guys can figure out, you know, or can follow along uh, and see some of the updates coming from them. So I am absolutely excited to be able to get uh, that information to them, to you guys. Not only that, you know, with the American Rally Originals, but we also already have some guys on there like Ace Nilsson. Ace Nilsson's already on the ground uh, there in Saudi Arabia doing training, getting his stuff ready, uh, going out, riding the dunes and things like that. Jacob Argyright going to be joining him soon. Uh, of course, uh, Larry and Mason Klein headed over there shortly as well. So this is a big travel day for the teams to head from North America, headed over to Saudi Arabia uh, in preparation for that. So day 31 or the 31st of December prologue uh, with the first stage on Sunday the first of January. So 